Thanks for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are, in fact, free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. Subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit the bell, upvote, comment down below, and all that will be fantastic. We're here with John Garcia, the recruiting guru for your Saturday morning takes on all things recruiting around Ole Miss football. How you doing, John? I'm doing well, Stephen. It's a heck of a weekend to be uh, talking football, watching basketball. It, it could be worse. Yeah, seriously, that it's one of those things. What are what are the poor people doing? That that that's what we're when it comes to sports right now. I, I I just don't understand. Anyway, let's get kind of right into it. You did a personality feature on Dylan Hip and what's going on with him, and he's a tight end out of Arizona. As people might know, Demon Williams is also a quarterback out of Arizona, so there's a tie there. Tell me a little bit about Dylan's hip, hip that I need to know. Well, first of all, Stephen, I'll, I'll start right there with Demond. He's looking to pair with a, a great quarterback. So naturally, uh, the couple of, of quarterbacks from Arizona that are getting Power Five attention, Demond Williams, of course, the Ole Miss commit that others are still working on, and Luke Moga, uh, who's uncommitted. Those are quarterbacks that he's start, starting to follow a little bit more closely. Um, you know, and and that's something that could absolutely tie into what he does uh, at the end of the day, but. For Dylan, uh, yeah, interesting prospect, big, six foot five, six six, two hundred and thirty pounds or so. Uh, a kid who profiles uh, as a balanced tight end, uh, but he works a lot as a split out uh, jumbo receiver, uh, despite that size. So I, I think he's got a lot of modern traits to his game. Very much a lengthy prospect with great instincts uh, and ball skills. His vision, his feel for his quarterback is is really strong. That's evident on tape uh, and he's a willing blocker on top of it he, he's got that potential to become a truly balanced tight end and that's what everybody wants to at least have one of on their roster and certainly Ole Miss is one of those schools and, and he had a huge visit week uh, this this past week I think it was his spring break he hit Tennessee Miami Ole Miss Auburn and Louisville so uh, getting out to a lot of different options to see just who may be positioning itself for an official visit because really that's the next step for a prospect like this he, he told us Ole Miss has a very good uh, chance to grab one of these official visits he spent all day on campus this past week and was really the priority recruit on campus so it meant a lot of time with Kiffin a lot of time with the co-offensive coordinators a lot of time with strength coaches kind of the full deck of, of the Ole Miss pitch he was able to uh, to experience and, and he said it, it went incredibly well um, and and all the rumors about the Grove and all that stuff uh, came true based on his experience so yeah I think he he's going to take this Ole Miss official visit the only school he said he knows for sure is going to grab one is Baylor uh, they've been in it as long as anybody for him and I think Louisville might be positioning itself uh, there and, and I thought Miami did a good job at the end of his trip so this is going to be a national recruitment uh, for Ole Miss to contend with. But uh, by everything they did on their end this past week, it, it went incredibly well. And I think Hip is a tight end prospect to track uh, pretty much the rest of the way. I think they're going to be in the thick of it. Yeah, let's move to the state of Mississippi like we always do. There's so many great prospects inside the state of Mississippi. Although now this technically is not a recruit inside the state of Mississippi because Jimothy Lewis apparently has transferred to IMG from Madison Ridgeland Academy. This big offensive line prospect has been hearing from all sorts of schools. He's one of that was already ranked in the top 10 in Mississippi. Big offensive lineman. 
I think he has an offer from Georgia at the moment as well. So, so there's going to be a lot of people coming into him, and him going to IMG is not going to make this less busy. 100%. You know, even if he was in Mississippi, like you said, this would be a national recruitment or certainly SEC and ACC heavy recruitment. But at IMG, it, it starts from a national basis. And, and look, that's what Ole Miss is going to have to contend with here anyway. I, I do think of the in-state schools, the Rebels are doing a little bit of, of a better job at this point with Jimothy. But as you mentioned, when, when you get to IMG, it opens so much up. Georgia is heavily involved here. He actually said Georgia's been recently communicating with him the most. That's certainly something for Ole Miss fans to keep an eye on. Tennessee is in this. Michigan, Miami, a couple other schools doing a really good job here. So I don't think he's necessarily going to profile as a guy who takes his officials and then it's just those schools that are in it only because he's so familiar with Ole Miss and Mississippi State. I don't think he has to use those trips as official visits. So a little bit of a, a precursor here. Don't get detracted, Rebel fans, if you don't grab an official visit from Jimothy Lewis. He wants to travel further away, Tennessee, Michigan, uh, among other places, uh, to get a full scope uh, of his options. But he's quite familiar with Oxford, quite familiar with, with Lane Kiffin, obviously, and, and the relationship with the new O-line coach is starting to build And now that he's there in Oxford for good. So uphill battle, but the good news for the Rebels here is that familiarity will will be longstanding. And then secondarily, Jimothy's in no rush. So he's not a kid who's 100% going to lock things down after those officials or try to commit before his senior season. He could extend it closer to the traditional or early signing period at the end of the cycle. So I do think that's good news for Ole Miss in terms of not only getting him back to Oxford, but helping uh, to build some secondary relationships uh, with some of these new coaching staffs uh, under Lane Kiffin, new coaching members under Lane Kiffin. So Ole Miss is going to be in the thick of that one until the end. But yeah, Georgia, Michigan, some you know playoff teams are really coming after Jimothy Hard, and you would expect that number to maybe even go up with the spring evaluation period still ahead of us. Folks are going to go to IMG and see 67320 and, and at least ask some questions to, to the coaching staff there. So if the Rebels can stay in it and ultimately win this battle, this will be as banner an individual recruiting win as, as we've seen over the last few cycles. It would probably be Centarian Perkins level, in, in my opinion. Yeah, unbelievable prospect that's only going to explode from here. You're going to see him probably go up the rankings um, yes. As he goes, well, he'll be in the Florida rankings probably shortly yeah. the next time they rank them. But yeah. um, staying in Florida, Chance Robinson from St. Thomas Aquinas, a wide receiver. The last time Ole Miss signed a receiver from STA, it turned out pretty well. That was Elijah Moore. Um, tell me what you what we need to know about Chance. Yeah, Chance is a really strong, classic wide receiver one with, with his build, 6'2", 6'3", 190 pounds, and I know that sounds familiar to this audience, right? This is the type of the body style that Ole Miss has become almost synonymous for developing uh, within the program, whether you go back to, to the Hugh Freeze days or certainly now under Lane Kiffin. So, yeah, Chance Robinson absolutely is interested in the Rebels so much so that they made his top group even though he hasn't visited Oxford just yet. So naturally, that's certainly the next step that that you need to take uh, from the Ole Miss perspective, getting him on campus. But look, he hasn't taken any officials. I don't think he's set any official visits either. So I think the Rebels are going to have a chance to get him to Oxford at least once 
before a decision comes down. But you're, you're going to stay in this battle, right? Uh, his favorite NFL receiver is A.J. Brown. Uh, he obviously is very familiar with what Ole Miss has done uh, at that position with his body style, and he fits that, right? Polished route runner, big, physical, great extension and ball skills to Chance Robinson's name. So that's going to be a big-time battle. Again, anytime you go into South Florida, that's going to be heavyweight stuff, and you're going to have to contend with not only the in-state schools, but Georgia's in on Chance Robinson, Auburn, Tennessee, a couple others that, that are broader than the state of Florida. So that will be another true heavyweight uh, battle. But we know Ole Miss is always going to value bringing in big physical receivers, and Chance Robinson's floor reflects you know, one of the best in, in this cycle. Yes, and we know about Jeremy Scott, who um, finally committed. We seem like we talked about that for three weeks. Yeah. Uh, but Chance Robinson and Braylon Burnside, are, are those kind of the two of that body type that's at the top of Ole Miss's board? Yeah, I mean, Burnside is, is sort of the last man standing. We, we, we're looking at this state of Mississippi as this great year at a lot of positions, and receiver was one of them. But now all of a sudden, Norrell White has committed to Arkansas, J.J. Harold to Tennessee, of course, as you mentioned, uh, Scott to Ole Miss. So the last of those great receivers we've long been talking about is, is Burnside. So that one will be fascinating to track. Ole Miss has done uh, probably a better job than every coaching staff with him. He's been to Oxford like seven, eight, nine times already. That number will continue to increase as he gets closer to a decision. Um, of course, Mississippi State is right in there. This is a Starkville kid, obviously. Should probably have mentioned that uh, on the front end of this thing. But yeah, he's kind of the final frontier from a receiver perspective. And, and he might be the best of that bunch that we've talked about. And he might be the top offensive recruit in the state now that Jimothy Lewis isn't being uh, tracked as a Mississippian. Uh, Burnside could be the best uh, offensive recruit uh, in the state of Mississippi. So that's a huge deal. Um, and, and obviously those have, have leaned a little bit more red, white, and blue th than otherwise over the last couple of recruiting cycles. So that'll be in-state uh, one of the more contested battles and one of the more important battles for Ole Miss. But again, you know the receiver board is, is big and, and you want to bring in two, three, four guys every single year. So I keep an eye on Burnside more, more than any other in-state for sure. Yeah, um, before I let you go, is there any name that Ole Miss fans need to know about? Always, always. I mean, I think, you know, going back to the quarterback, Damon Williams, you know, it, it's been tough for Lane Kiffin to to sign quarterbacks from the prep ranks. They've had many commits, not as many signees. Obviously, Marcel Reed flipped at the end of last cycle. So I think keeping an eye on QB1, the guy who's supposed to be the floor general of, of this recruiting class, Damon Williams. When is he getting back to Oxford? Who all is truly trying to poach him from Lane Kiffin? You know, we know Arizona State is, uh, among others, that will be fascinating to track in and of itself. But uh, Ole Miss is going to do a really nice job in-state. Um, a couple commits over the last few weeks uh, from the state of Mississippi. So I do think the, the trajectory arrow is pointed up, and we can expect some more decisions sooner rather than later, especially with uh, the, the bulk of spring practice still ahead. All right, thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. Make sure you check out our brand new podcast, Locked On College Basketball. It has everything you need to know about college basketball in one place. Plus, you get to hear from big-name experts, insiders, coaches, and players. Hey, it's a show that Ole Miss is finally relevant on, so you might catch some Ole Miss nuggets on there as well. So it's Locked On College Basketball. It's available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcast. John, thank you so much for coming by today, um, and we'll see you again next week, bud. Sounds good.